Welcome to Friday's edition of Minnesota Sports Talk. You can follow me on Twitter at Skullworld and at MN Sports Podcast. I am your host, David Shelsky. Let's get started with some notable Vikings news, and then we'll follow that up with coaching rumors. All pro, all pro lists are out. Kenny Nwangu for the Vikings. Kick returner makes the NFL All-Pro team. He had two, D, two TDs and 18 attempts, averaging 33 yards per return. Just imagine if he was able to start the season healthy. If you remember, he got injured on the first kick return of the game in the preseason and missed a good chunk of the season. But Kenny Nuango has made the All-Pro team as a rookie. Not bad. Not a bad draft pick. Now, you may wonder, what about Justin Jefferson? He almost broke Randy Moss's record. Last year, he set the rookie record, which was beat by his teammate, his former LSU teammate, Jamar Chase. Well, he was passed over. Cooper Cup, Devontae Adams, and Debo Samuel were given the nod at the three wide receiver positions. Debo Samuel maybe would be the odd man out if Justin Jefferson replaced him, but I believe his added rushing yards, playing a hybrid position for San Francisco, I think that's probably put him over the top. He had a few more uh, total yards from scrimmage. But that must be a disappointment. He didn't beat the record. He missed on all pro. He did make the Pro Bowl. But that that's it for the Vikings. I'm making the pro or the all pro team. The offense, the rest of the offense, Aaron Rodgers makes the QB. Jonathan Taylor, running back. Mark Andrews, tight end from Baltimore. Devontae Adams, Cooper Cup, Debo Samuel, receiver. Trent Williams from San Francisco is left tackle. Tristan Wirfs from Tampa at right tackle. Joel Bitonio from Cleveland, left guard. Right guard, Zach Martin from Dallas. What an amazing draft pick that year. Center, Jason Kelsey from Philly. On defense, TJ Watt from Pittsburgh on the edge. Miles Garrett, Cleveland, on the edge. Aaron Donald, LA Rams, defensive line. Cam Hayward, Pittsburgh, defensive line. You've seen some of these guys against the Vikings this year. You know how good they were. Darius Leonard, Indiana, linebacker. Micah Parsons, Dallas, linebacker. Devondre Campbell, Green Bay, linebacker. Trevon Diggs, Dallas, cornerback. So, Trevon Diggs gets an all-pro nod. His brother, I do not believe, has had one yet, so there must be some uh, good trash talking at home in the Diggs family. Jalen Ramsey, you know he's good. L.A. Rams, the cornerback. Kevin Baird, Tennessee, safety. Jordan Poyer, Buffalo, safety. No Harrison Smith. you got to think Harrison Smith had a pretty good year. Um... Kendricks, also decent year, although pro football focused didn't like it too much. Passed over again for all pro. 
Uh, special teams, Justin Tucker, of course, from Baltimore. Kicker. A.J. Cole, punter from Las Vegas. Braxton Berrios, New Jersey. Or, sorry, New York Jets. Kicker Turner. Palmer Turner, Devin DuVernay, Baltimore. J.T. Gray, New Orleans. And Luke Rhodes, Indianapolis. Let me make a correction. Uh, Kenny Nwongo got the Kicker Turner Award for Pro Football for Focus. So he did not make the All-Pro team for the NFL, unfortunately. Now, next on the list, this is the 40-year anniversary today of the Minnesota Miracle and I would like to reflect on where I was during that situation. I was at home. I was watching on television. We're in the huddle, getting the play call. 17 seconds left in the play clock. I think we're 11 seconds on the game clock. And my TV blanks out. Apparently it was on the timer to rest because I had it on for like six straight hours. Just watching, you know, pregame football all day long. And right when, the, even before we break the huddle, my TV blanks off. I quickly grab a remote, trying to get it to pop up. I get it to pop up. It says in a small small box on the top left hand corner of my screen so it, I could and then I tried to figure out how to get it to blow up but I could see all these I could hear all this noise and cheering and I thought oh my god they must have a lot of a lot of Saints fans at that at the game and and then I look and I see little purple jerseys jumping up in the back, background I finally get it to be on the big screen and I got to see a replay Watching Stefan Diggs run into the end zone for the big win. I mean, I have a cool story. It's it's not how I would have liked to remember the game, but I did not get to see the Minnesota Miracle live, but only on replay. I did get to see the reaction, the crowd going nuts, because I was able to turn on the TV, but... Not in time to actually see the play. And honestly, I figure if I saw the play, I would have jinxed it and it wouldn't have happened. <laughs> so that's my uh, that's my story of the Minnesota Miracle. I would love to hear on Twitter what your story was. So instant message me. I'll gladly talk about it. So... <laughs> Mike Greenberg today on ESPN... Ask the question, which NFL franchises has lost the most playoff games? And guess who? Minnesota Vikings have lost 30 playoff games for the NFL record. And considering we were an expansion team for the NFL, that kind of hurts. It didn't say uh, Super Bowl. It said NFL playoffs. So it's even before the merger. So we have lost more playoff games. I guess it's a little bit of a catch-22. 
if you make the playoffs a lot like we are, we were, I think we're a top five, top six, top seven winningest franchises in NFL history. I think we're top five before the year started. I can't guarantee what we are now. But that's that's what you get. You make the playoffs a lot, you'll end up losing. There was a lot of one and outs in the 80s and 90s. Before 98 when we took it to the NFC title game. I'll, t- I'll talk more about that in the offseason. I'll save stories like that for the offseason. I did ask my Twitter followers this question. What would you have done with Rick Spielman? I gave the choice A, fire him. Two, or B, kept him at GM. And three, promoted him out of the GM spot, maybe to a vice president or president of football operations. Mark and Ziggy Wolf spent a lot of time in New York. 50% of Twitter followers that answered, 80 of them voted, say f- fired, so they agree with it. 19% say kept at GM. And 31 said promote him out of the spot. So 50% wanted that 40 people's and my Twitter followers say you should have fire him was the right deal. Keeping him or, you know, in some capacity, 50% said keep him some capacity. Although a minority of those said keep at the GM spot. So that's what Viking fans are still torn about, you know, whether or not we should have kept Rick Spielman, time will tell. Now, Pro Football Focus ranked the 3M jobs that are available, Bears, Giants, and Vikings. They rank the Bears number one as a destination for GM spots. The record was 6-11, lost to the Vikings twice. Their projected cap space in 2022 is $40.3 million, so they have a lot of room. And their draft picks are number 39 and 71. So not only are they a losing season, young quarterback, that might be appealing, who knows. Depends on how they evaluated the quarterback when they hired the GM position. And they don't have a first-round pick. However, $40 million in cap room has Pro Football Focus has them ranked number one GM spot. Number two, Pro Football Focus names the Giants as the second best destination for a GM. They had a 4-13 and record. Projected cap space, negative 400,000. They have the number 5 pick, the number 7 pick, the number 36 pick, number 69 pick, and number 81. So they got 5 spots in the top 100. Bears only got 2, number 39 and 71. They ranked the Vikings third out of those three teams with open GM spots as a destination for the best GM position available. 
Record 8 and 9, so Vikings have the best record. Projected cap space, negative 9.1 million. That will be very subject to change. we got one of the best cap guys, with the best cap guy in the league. Top 100 draft picks, 11, 46, and 77. Not only do we have a probably wholeheartedly a better roster than the Bears, we beat them twice, better record than them, have a first-round pick. Oh, it says number 11 pick. This is a little off. Uh, I think it's probably updated. I think we're the 12th pick of the draft. So, pro football focus, making errors. You don't see that too often. I would, I just don't see it. I see the Vikings as the best of those three positions because of facilities. Ownership that's loyal. I mean, Spielman's stayed in the spot 16 years. Or in with the Vikings for 16 years. He got to hire three coaches. He gave him free reign on drafting. He did have to run by some, you know, potential trades and free agency trades, but they let him do what he wanted. You got to think, and of the market they're in, you think of New York and how just abusive those fans are if you make one single mistake. I do agree the Bears is probably a better landing spot than the Giants. Just because of just because of the franchise history, the the fans are very loyal. You got some young good pieces there. However, the Vikings by far in my opinion is the best landing spot for a GM. You, you have plenty of players that are at the end of their contract that you could release and not take huge cap hits. So I don't consider the projected cap space a huge problem. I do value that number 12 pick. Bears don't even have a first rounder. So you got a lot to, lot to like um, becoming the GM of the Minnesota Vikings. Now, as I said in the beginning, I'd like to talk about some of the coaching rumors out there. The hot one right now, um, tied to the Minnesota Vikings, is 42-year-old Matt Campbell, head coach at Iowa State. Elias Johnson, an independent journalist, is tied to a few obscure websites, it looks like. However, I give him credence because he was an eyewitness to Matt Campbell being on the sidelines of the Bears-Vikings game in Week 18. He figured he was there to see David Montgomery. He didn't realize that Kenny Nwongo was also an Iowa State running back. And uh, believes that he is in line for a potential interview with the Minnesota Vikings. There is a lot of chatter about that. No one's going out on a limb yet, though. Last year, Matt Campbell declined to interview with the New York Jets. He has a strong relationship with Chris Spielman. That's our brother brother to our former GM, former Detroit Lions linebacker. He's a special assistant for the Lions. Last year, Matt Campbell's, or this past year's, Matt Campbell's offense was ranked 49th in FBS schools, 423 
5.9 yards per game. He is an offensive-minded coach. That checks off a box for a lot of Vikings fans. However, his defense is ranked ninth in the nation. 310.7 yards per game, so it's an offensive coach that has not neglected the defense. So that, I believe, is a plus. Matt Campbell is a well-thought-of head coach in college ranks. The downside, the the check, the uh, red flag is lack of NFL experience. Josh McDaniel, name is making the rounds. Greg Bedard of the Boston Sports Journal states that McDaniel will not be taking any interviews while the Patriots are in the postseason. This, however, gives him time to have a conversation with the Minnesota Vikings depending on the Patriots in the playoffs and, and whether or not we hire a GM sooner or later. It does give Josh Daniels or Josh McDaniels an opportunity. I have spoken with Josh McDaniels coaching history. Let me pull that up. He uh, gradu- graduate system Michigan State, New England Patriots 2001 all the way to 2008, various positions, even though I was on the defensive side of the ball. Quarterbacks coach Offensive coordinator, get hired as Denver Broncos head coach. You remember, he's the one who drafted Tim Tebow in the first round. Didn't finish the 2010 season, or the 2010 season. He got hired back as the offensive assistant coach for the Patriots. Became the offensive coordinator for the Rams. And then he's back with the Patriots 2012 through 2021, and he famously backed out of the head coaching position of the Indianapolis Colts to stay with the New England Patriots. I apologize, I'm still uh, recovering from my cold, so I'm taking a lot of pauses to drink some water. And a little cough every once in a while, so I do apologize. Lastly, Andrew Janako. Who's this? He is not a head coach candidate, but an internal coaching candidate for the Vikings. Vikings have a history of having great off, great assistant coaches that go on somewhere else. And we rarely keep them. But Andrew Janako, who was a receivers coach, offensive line coach, or most recently receiver, and then quarterbacks coach. Adam Thielen on Janako. With Andrew, his guys are going to know their assignments and won't make the same mistake twice. I can't compliment him enough on how he prepares our group last season. That's when he was the receivers coach. I'm happy he's getting a new opportunity. That's him getting the quarterback coach. 
And it's really good for our team that he's here because he's a very good coach. He's a very good coach. And that's Adam Thielen. He's only 33. Got nine years of NFL experience. Wow. Started when he was 22. Before joining the Vikings, he worked for Tampa Bay. In his seven seasons with Minnesota, Janako has been an offensive quality control coach, offensive line coach, wide receivers coach, and currently the QB coach. And it's reported, one could argue that this past season, it was the best of Kirk Cousins' career, and that he could argue that Justin Jefferson had the best rookie season of any receiver in NFL history under Janako the year before when he was the wide receivers coach. Of course, Jamar Chase kind of ruined that statement, but... You can't deny Justin Jefferson had a great year when he was his head coach as a rookie or when he was his uh, receivers coach. And this past year, for the most part, Kirk Cousins was very good and one of his best years. And who was his quarterback's coach but Janako? Sorry there was nothing spicier today. These are a couple of couple of important notes. Congratulations to Justin Jefferson on a great year. Congratulations to Kenny Nwongo for getting some uh, notoriety. It's going to be a sad postseason with no Minnesota Vikings, but we got a lot to talk about. This will probably be one of the more exciting off-seasons in Vikings history. It's like when Brett Favre got brought in by a plane and we had helicopters flying over Winter Park. Let's call it an evening. Thank you for staying with me. Thank you for listening. I appreciate my listeners and all those on Twitter. Have a great night and I'll see you next time.